Ladies and gentlemen, good evening, and welcome to Whiskey and Memes, live on Threshold Die FM. Uh, thank you very much, El Mito. Mitten, the man of the moment, Mitten's Midnight Madness, Mitten's Midnight Mess. Um, he's had a wet dream, God bless him, and uh, enough made a mess. Um, cheers, mate, I, that you had every opportunity there to... Uh, to effectively take over the station as somehow, I don't know how this has happened, but the master keys uh, for the broadcast are being <laughs> thrown around willy-nilly like a doobie at Woodstock Festival. Being thrown around like a keen young rent boy, just interested to get onto the circuit. Interesting to try out the things he's been thinking of for so many years. Interesting to... T- basically, um, effectively, it's, a radio, it's the radio version of Chemsex. So what's going on here, and I wouldn't have it any other way. Uh, Bart Mitten, a good lad, a very good boy, and he um, gave the keys back, um, cleaned them, sanitised them, and so they were Rona-free, and um, they appear to be working, uh, which is which is lovely, really, um, when you think about it. So cheers to that, mate. There was some, some, some lovely Ram uh, Classiques, in there, um, some bits of bobs I was listening whilst walking the dog for a while. Uh, the dog wasn't listening. The dog doesn't have headphones. That would be ridiculous. Um, does a dog like drum and bass? It's hard to tell, isn't it? Unlikely. I mean, the tail's going, but really, can you say with any certainty that it's actually the drum and bass that enjoys rather than perhaps just the sort of spicy air created by the drum and bass? Um, Mitten, would you say that your cat, Andy, actually enjoys uh, drum and bass or is... Uh, she callously indifferent. It's good to know, isn't it? It's good to good to find out. Guys, it's a beautiful sunny day out there. It really is glorious. Um, it is a lovely level of heat. About 20 degrees. Nice little breeze. Glorious golden sunshine, blue skies. And a not unreasonable death toll. Which is fine, isn't it? You know, that's fine. I have a, um, a Sol Lager beer today. A nice, a delicious summer beer. Um, a lower alcohol content um, today. We'd, um, we're not we're not going to go sub four percent. This is four point two, um, which is just is sessionable. You know, it's I I would say I'd say particularly with the three hundred and thirty milliliter bottles, you've got to put the work in to get shit faced off of these. You know, it's particularly if you've got to go. You if you're drinking at a bar, I mean, I'm not even sure. Um, I'm not even sure it's possible because I would say that by the time the amount of time going to and from the bar with a 330 milliliter drink you'll have burnt off the alcohol of a 4.2% I think you would um, oh, is there a dog enter? Is a dog entering no thank you about it yeah dog's back okay would you go down there go on on your little tramp's bed go on on your tramp's bed she's got a um, duvet that was on the floor once for no good reason and she adopted it as a bed as basically anything comfortable that's on a floor as a bed uh, according to a dog and then i was like well you can't that's not yours really is it that's a spare duvet removed it she not get the hump really pissed off so i put it back down straight back on it and now it's just sort of like okay well that's hers now it's just like a little it's a duvet doesn't even have like a um it doesn't have a cover on it or anything. It's just sort of very... It's just a bit trampy. 
so it's a tramp's bed. She's just, you know, God bless her. I mean, it's it's probably in significantly worse condition now. You know, I've brought the cooties in. God bless her, guys. Uh, I don't know what day is it. what day is it today. Wednesday, yes, Wednesday. Fine. Uh, not not especially spicy day of the week, is it? Really, quite tepid. All things considered, a bit of sort of. You know, I've just been kind of a nothing. I mean, yeah, I know it's hump day and everything, but like it matters now. Like anything matters. Like anything matters. Oh, sweet Jesus. It's fine. The I was just having a check in on the what's what happened at the uh, sort of Corona address today. I just had a little look on the BBC news and it's just a very tired looking Chris Whitty saying that like shit's getting better, but eh. Oh, really? He just looks exhausted, man. Fuck that as a job. Right? I know, like, you know, it's sort of like, you got to have with these things, yeah? Like, you know, it's like being a poli- it's like being a police officer with your gun. You know, you train, you train your whole career for something like this. But you don't, you sort of don't really want it to happen, but also sort of do kind of want it to happen. You know, it's, you know, you're going to have to pull your gun out. You're going to have to aim it at the... You know, the young, unarmed black child um, that has... Um, but, like, you look, you're a you know, frontline healthcare worker or something. Like, you know, you you want your metal tested, don't you? I mean, you don't want to just be, like, wiping people's noses for your whole career. Like, oh, you got a snotty nose, if you bless you. Yeah, I have a Kleenex. No, you want to be sort of in the thick of it and everything and doing something that, you know, really matters. And this certainly matters, but, God... You know, it's a double-edged sword. Uh, Dominic Raab, um, shorter than I thought he would be. thought Shorter than he needs to be. You know, I've made this point before, but I do, I do, I do feel that really anyone, any man, you know, giving, you know, an address to a nation at this time in these unprecedented times really should be a minimum of six feet tall. You know, now I know I sound like a girl on Tinder. Yeah, and in many ways I am. And in and oftentimes I am, according to the profile that I'm using. But I just, you know, it's... You know, are there any famous... I mean, would you really want Danny DeVito up there right now trying to tell you that everything's going to be okay? Yeah, I. would you want a jockey up there? Really? You know, he's got his full outfit on... He's numbered, you know. He's got number. He's got his full fucking jockey outfit on. He's like, don't worry, that you know, it's 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 going to be okay. So all jockeys are Irish. Come on, you know this, yeah. But like, really, he's just poking his head over the top of the podium. You know, ah, look, come on. If Mike Bloomberg, yeah, little Mike, little little Mike. Imagine if little Mike was the president. Like, I know Trump is as largely as feckless as it gets you know there was something quite special something quite i mean i've always just sort of like and people get very very upset people who have absolutely no possibility of ever affecting anything in u.s politics really let trump affect them you know, and get really angry and vocal and everything about him. I've tended to just try and, you know, just sort of laugh along with it, being that, what can I do? Like, 
oh, I can hashtag resist Trump by what? I don't know, but eating some vegan food, you know, wearing a Smash the Patriarchy t-shirt. What do I need to do? Tell me, please. Um, you know, I don't get to vote in America. Um, but hold on, where was I going with this? But yeah, here's the most <laughs> like, okay, this is this has gone too far. Like, you know, the ridiculousness of Trump has gone too far was him tweeting about how his coronavirus press conferences uh, were getting higher ratings than the season finale of The Bachelor. He was bragging about it, gloating about it. I was like, that is, that is another level. Like, that, that is... There's something exciting going on out there. One can only imagine what. I mean, that is on... Like, I mean, you, you just... <laughs> People are dying in the tens of thousands. They're like, hey, guys, you know that press conference I did where, you know, I had to sort of reassure the nation that everything was going to be okay. <laughs> More higher ratings than the season finale of The Bachelor. Fucking hell. Nevertheless, Trump is, I believe, how tall is Trump? Six foot? He's, he's not sure, you know. Um, I bet you that people, he's 190 uh, 1.9 meters. Please, would, uh, would you give me that in uh, feet? Um, uh, thank you. He is six foot two. He is a tall man. You know, not mega tall, not as tall as me. But, you know, he's a tall guy. The problem, you know, the problem with Trump is not his height. You know, there are, <laughs> there are many problems with Donald Trump. The height is not one of them. It is more uh, the sort of... Uh, poverty of information uh, that comes out of his mouth. Nevertheless, guys, would you just imagine for a second if it was... I mean, or imagine if it was Biden giving that... Uh, Jesus Christ. I mean, it, it could, you could not be reassured that everything was going to be okay in a global pandemic by a man who doesn't even know where he is. Or maybe, or maybe you could, you know, maybe you could just be like, oh, okay, it's over, isn't it? It's all over. Like, I don't know if anyone's ever slipped deep enough into a K-hole that they've accepted the fact that they're about to die and come to terms with it. I have once in um, what is now a um, now a collection of luxury flats, but at the time was an abandoned car park um, by Brighton Station. Um, I was... Look, I, I just went a little bit too far little bit over it and ended up in a ball and by a bonfire and i just i had accepted that that was it for me you know i i even this is the sort of arrogance of youth i was like i lived a good life i lived a good life i made a good impression on the world i was i don't know 19 i had not lived a good life i had not made an impression at all on anything literally i had made less of an impression on life than um you know, that a small person's ass lives on a chair. It was, but I, you know, I just, you know, look, if Biden's up there and he's like trying to give it the big end that don't worry, it's America, it's going to be fine, everything's under control, maybe that would just be enough to be like, all right, we're all going to die, there's nothing we can do about it, and we might as well just accept it. That's fine, just let go. Just let God just slide maybe maybe what's in the actual news there's I mean 
God, Idris Elba thinks we should quarantine for a week every year. What? what? Look, I, I, so, look, Idris. I think you're. I think you're a fine actor. You know, you're an upstanding member of the community. Um, and I know, and you got asymptomless, asymptomatic Rona. Yeah. Okay. So now you've got a hot take that everyone should quarantine for a week every year. What does that mean? What's that? Take a holiday, stay home for a week. People take people. That's called a staycation. What you're suggesting there, Idris, is a staycation. What? It should be mandatory. It should be law. It should be under threat of gumboot on neck. What's going on? Come on, Idris. Like I, pfft. we should all quarantine for a, for a week every year. And do what? Clean the house, spring cleaning. People have been doing this for a long time, buddy. Look. <laughs> No. Um, former pro golfer Paige uh, Spiranak says dates uh, would just use her for lessons. Um, golf? I don't know anything. I don't know what's going on there. I've just no idea. Um, that seems to be an attractive young lady who is a golf pro. Um, you'd have to. Guys would have to be really very into golf to be more concerned about the golfing. Um, than the sexy lady, I would say. I mean, maybe does golf really have that much of a pull over people? I'd maybe, I'm not really of the right age, you know. Um, ask Friction. I know he likes to golf. Uh, who else likes to golf? Chris ID. I think he golfs. And they golf. Some of the clearly the Brighton drummer bass boys. They like to golf. You know, but that's just the Brighton mentality, isn't it? It's the Brighton vibe. It's live down by the sea. Enjoy the nice life and go part-time, you know, and just, just take Mondays and Fridays off. That's the Brighton routine, isn't it? You know, it's the Brighton life. Just don't work Wednesdays. You know, it's fine. It's good. You know, just, I've somehow inherited a, you know, seven, £700,000 townhouse, and I'm just, I'm, I'm just going to stop working afternoons. That's the Brighton, Brighton vibe. We've got a, we've got a sort of, you know... 80 square meter art studio in my garden that uh, luckily has been in my family for a little while and I'm you know I'm just I'm not going to work mornings anymore Chris double don't don't doubt don't, Chris double chin is he been putting away don't doubt Chris oh I don't know uh, Jimmy is drinking weed uh, as, as I mentioned earlier in the week it's just it, it will drive you mad um, oh, is that kale smoothie? Is it? That's, that's good. And um, Glasgow pub delivering freshly poured pints to regulars in lockdown. Nice. We're thinking outside the box here. I like it. I would love to have a, fr- a freshly delivered, delicious, cool pint of lager beer uh, delivered to me right now. And I've already got a beer by my side. So that's, you know, that's how much of a good idea it, I think it is. Pub in Glasgow, obviously it's in Scotland. Good lads. Pub in Glasgow is delivering free pints. Free pints! Jesus! This couldn't get any better. Free pints to their beloved regulars uh, to prove to them that they are being missed whilst they're all being asked to stay inside during the Rona lockdown. The owners of the Bay Horse want to spread a bit of good um, and put a wee smile on their faces during what is a pretty challenging time for all of us, especially challenging for Sam Smith. Um, Press F to pay respects. Sam Smith, uh, he's a millionaire. He's having a time of it. 
I mean, it will be interesting to see sort of uh, what celebrities survive the lockdown. And I don't mean, you know, um, like live or die, but I mean, just slip from... I mean, celebrities in general have slipped so far from relevance in the last few weeks that it's quite, it's quite staggering. I mean, it really just... You're like your talk show host types... All of those sorts, you know, your big movie stars and stuff have just lost all, just all relevance, all point, all, all sort of stand, dubious status has just diminished. Like nobody cares what, uh, using, I'm using the wrong pronoun for him, for, for they, sorry. Um, yes, they was, uh, crying and, um. Uh, they has experienced uh, something of a backlash. <clears throat> uh, nevertheless, uh, yeah, there's you, celebs are not. They've not been great at judging the mood. You know, they've not really been great at reading the room through through the lockdown. Um, yes, lockdown is hard for all of us. Um, it is less hard um, when you have a mansion and enormous grounds. You know, and are able to afford. To have everything delivered to you, and you know you have you have a pool and you have a your own gym and stuff. Um, it may be not quite as good as normal life. Um, however, it is a damn sight better uh, than <laughs> what most people are going through, and almost unimaginably amazing compared to what quite a lot of people are going through. Yeah, so it's slightly misjudged. Hey. Lockdown's really hard for all of us, even for the incredibly wealthy. Yeah, poor you. Boo-hoo. Let's set up a crowdfunder. Okay. I'm pleased to see, um, as reported uh, by Infowars today, um, I know this because uh, Wodge sent me uh, a... Very kindly sent me an Android phone, an old Android phone of his, um, to help with the app development. Um, uh, some time ago and it has a sort of uh, curated uh, news feed of news articles from various different news sources and Infowars is one of those sources I did not set up these news sources um, I can only presume uh, well I asked Wajan and he says that it's because um, the phone is listening to me and picking up on what I'm saying and <clears throat> picking appropriate news sources uh, to sort of go along with my uh, wealthy so yeah, that would make sense yes but also no uh, i'm assuming that he uh, that he picked that but nevertheless um they have mentioned that a petition um to have the government investigate uh bill and melinda gates um and investigate them for potential uh, crimes against humanity uh which i do think is a bit of fun as they have cer- they're, they're certainly as up to some nefarious business. Um, if you would like to indulge yourself on some of Bill Gates's uh, nefarious business, uh, nefarious business, uh, worth listening to the recent podcast with Tim Dillon and Whitney Webb. I believe you can get it on YouTube um, uh, before it's taken down, um, where she details Bill Gates's long history with Jeffrey Epstein, <laughs> uh, along with Jeffrey Epstein and Bill Gates's interest in eugenics. Um, which is nice, particularly uh, eugenics in the developing nations. So that's a bit of fun, I think, um, about how um, Bill Gates 
visited Jeffrey Epstein post Epstein's pedo conviction um, and was hanging out on the island. It's a bit fun, isn't it? It's good to know. But it's just, you know, it's good to know that your billionaire, that your billionaires are in good company. You know, that. I mean, are there any, are there any billionaires that aren't on the nonce? You know, that aren't, that aren't on the sort of new world order nonce-a-thon? Be nice, wouldn't it? Bezos, is he on any sort of new world order nonce-a-thon? <sighs> Maybe. Maybe we just haven't found out about it yet. You know, so what I mean, what's the deal? Is it like that your bank account just hits a certain amount and suddenly like a little switch goes off in your brain and you're like, uh, I think I'm gonna try noncing now. Yeah, I think I'm gonna try noncing and see if I can pay some scientists to um sort of look into kind of just sort of racial purity sort of stuff. That'd be cool, wouldn't it? Just like you know what would be nice? You know what would be really cool? What 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 are you thinking? A master race. Huh? Yeah. Because I've sort of bought everything now. Like, I don't really know what else I'm going to spend money on. You know, I've got the CPR, got various mansions, you know, got the, the fastest car in the world. So I'm thinking, um, I'm thinking master race. What do you, what do you, what do you reckon? Um, it's just your secretary just sat there with a notepad. Yeah. Master race. So, what would that be like? You know, like you take like you, you just try and make a like the best race. Yeah, that's better than the best. Write write this down. Best race. Yeah, all you know, best be, best stuff. But so okay, so we'll get babies. Yeah, and we'll make and uh, we'll 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 sort of blend them together to make the best ones. Right. Yeah. Okay, well, anyway, go away, see if you can find some scientists that are interested in that. Uh, okay. Um, budget? <laughs> Two bill? Okay. All right, sure. I'll go and um, I'll just, just, just toddle off and, and look into that. All right, yeah, nice one. Uh, send, send, the, send the kids in now. Send the kids in. <sighs> Fuck my old boats. Um, shoe throws wise today. Um, got a floating points bit that's quite nice. I've uh, been threatening this Mr. Wazzo tune that's weird AF for a while now. Um, should we see what's in the latest releases uh, section? Uh, new Feed Me, um, which is sort of early days bro step, sort of 2011, 2012 bro step. Um, a few other new Jamie XX. I'm interested to... Um, Give that a little whirl. Oh, Pythias and Red Pill. Okay, that'll do. That'll be fine. Fucking moving! <laughs> 
Is that Zach Delia Rocha? Zach Delia Smith? Bit of a slinger, right? Bit of a slinger right there, boy. You fucking know it. Yeah, that day, wasn't it? That's Pythias and or Red Pill uh, with a uh, with the track "Watch Me" um, from the Upheaval EP um, by Pythias. Yeah, nice bit. That would that would do it, wouldn't it? I presume that's a little uh, sample of Zach uh, D. Leah Smith uh, in it there. Um, just uh, just about to um, issue the ingredients for a lovely kedgeri dish. Um, I, th- I presume, yeah. I posted a um, picture on the Instagram on the Instagram story uh, of uh, this uh, Bill Clinton um, thing that's going around, where you can replace the vinyl albums that he's got with sort of your favourite albums and that bit of fun, and that. I stuck a Rage Against the Machine album in it because it, I was just thinking of what are the albums I've listened to most in my life, and I would say that Battle for Los Angeles uh, is. Um, one of 
just certainly one that I've listened to. It's got to be in top five, you know, of most listened to albums. And uh, Chode was very hot on uh, Reply uh, to make his feelings about Rage Against the Machine clear. Um, that I think the insinuation was that they were sort of sell out corporate cucks, um, which is not wrong about, you know, it's a sad day in every man's life. You know, when they're listening to Rage Against the Machine and although they enjoy uh, the riffs of Tom Morello and the angsty vocals of Zach de la Rocha, they no longer agree with their politics. Uh, it, it is a sad day. I was in the gym once. I remember it distinctly. I was in an underground, underground gym, Port Slade, in a morning workout. And uh, I just realised... Yeah, I I don't you know what? I like the music but I don't know I don't know if um I don't know if we get on, you know. <laughs> I don't know if we'd be bros. You know, I, I yeah, I just I think I, yeah, I just I think they're corporate commies. I don't really understand. It doesn't doesn't quite Anyway, I'd like the um you know, I do like the I do like the music though. What's happening with the ch- sorry, I've have I neglected the shout box. The shout box is open. Guys, if you want to send um, unsolicited advice, if you want to send uh, uh, death threats, if you want to send cash, um, you can do all of these things. Um, uh, Why are you not doing coffee and memes anymore? Says Tony Blair. Um, I explained this is because... um, I didn't want to do stuff where I looked through too much of the news because it was very depressing and it was dry and just nice to switch things up a little bit. Um, Tyler Wave says, the app won't play live. That's not true. That's not true. Lots of people, I can see lots of people are listening on the app. Don't get funny with me, pal. Don't, don't give me that routine. Um, and th- sorry, there was, I, di- I did miss... Um, uh, Hannah Field. Oh no, we have been through this. The uh, whole Hannah's. Oh, we got to get back into bloody Hannah's fields. I don't know if we can. I don't know. Um. So, Indonesia have taken an interesting tact, and they've decided to uh, anyone that breaks the quarantine rules, they lock them up in haunted houses, uh, with the idea that the supernatural will scare a little bit of sense into them. Um. Weird flex, but okay. Um. It's a, yeah, sure, why not? Okay, when people won't adhere to the hugely important science-led social distancing measures imposed upon them, you sound sceptical of that, Jake Massey of the Lab Bible, and what do you do? That's right, you lock them away in haunted houses, uh, or at least uh, that's what they're doing in a region of Indonesia as a means of deterring locals from flouting lockdown measures. Uh, Kustinar Untung, uh, Yuni uh, Sukowati, uh, Regency head of Sragen uh, issued the unorthodox orders earlier this week, and I hoped that it would that the threat would act as a deterrent to the superstitious population. After all, quarantine in your own home is vastly preferable to quarantine in a haunted house. I'm sure we can all agree. Yeah, cheers, mate. Um, it's not just an idle threat, though, with five quarantine rule breakers having already been locked up in haunted houses on the island of Java. Measures were introduced amid a surge of newcomers to the region uh, from other lockdown parts of the country, including Jakarta. According to the Tribune uh, Jateng, Yuni 
Sukwati said, If they disobey self-isolation orders, several villages have asked for permission to quarantine them in abandoned elementary school or abandoned houses in that lake. I gave me permission in that. Uh, if need be, they should be locked inside. You know, in a haunted house and that, if necessary and that. But I still feed them in that like, and monitor them. But, you know, they'll, they'll not be necessarily safe from, like, ghosties and ghoulies and all of that sort of malarkey and that, like, witches and that might come to them in the night fucking bugger them or something or try and like, fiddle about with their knackers and that. Um, she made it very clear uh, that this wasn't an empty threat. There was two people in the village of Pluth uh, found out the hard way. She said, two Pluth. Uh, residents uh, uh, agreed to self-isolate in that, but they violated fucking orders. So uh, they locked inside an abandoned haunted house. You know, had they obeyed their orders, they wouldn't have been locked in there. So, you know, I've only got themselves to blame in that lake. Right there, what? Wow. Um, Hayley's just entered the room completely covered. Come on, come a little bit further. Completely covered in dragon fruit. Is that right? What's, uh, what's happened? Tell us the story. And rum. Come on, tell us... Weave us the tale of how this happened. All over the face, all over your baps there. Yeah. Yeah. Jesus Christ, it does look like a giant has jizzed on you. Lucky man. Lucky giant. Um, so that's a bit fun, isn't it? Anyway. Um, no, not like this. Uh, you know, no one wants to be touched up by a ghost in that lake yet. You know, I could jizz all over you and that like look like you've been done with fucking dragon fruit punch or something. Uh, she went on to add that the houses in question were located in the middle of a rice paddy and were known to be haunted by locals. She didn't, however, reveal how long they would have to be quarantined there. I don't know, like a little while in that lake till they can get their fucking head straight. Weird accent. Another abandoned home in the village of Sepat was fitted with beds to house three new arrivals, one of whom was Henry Sasanto, who told AFP that he hadn't seen any ghosts yet. Okay. He said, but whatever happens... Oh, no, he's, he, he said, whatever fucking happens, mate, happens. You know, it's just for everyone's safety and that. Okay. Indonesia has recorded 7,500 cases of coronavirus. Hey, so, um, I don't know if I mentioned this. I was having a little look at the death tolls and that. You know, China only reported 3,500 deaths. I mean, so we've had a, norm, almost 20,000 uh, in the UK, um, with a population uh, a little bit smaller than China, um, and I just, I was just wondering whether or not anyone thought that there might be a possibility that uh, that that China aren't, aren't being entirely honest and with us about the scale of uh, their case, their cases, because they, I think they said that something like there was. There's only about five or six cases in Shanghai. <laughs> or like no, uh Beijing or something had like about twelve cases or something. I dunno, I just listen, I like, I'm a trusting person, yeah, you know. I'm and I don't like you know, I don't like the idea of thinking badly about, you know, other governments. Or any governments, you know. I, I really think that they have, you know, the interests of the people at heart. But I just feel like maybe maybe they're not being entirely Entirely honest about like the figures and stuff. Like I don't know. Like only only three thousand. I mean, it's a country of what one and a half, one and a half billion. You know, and I mean the cities are quite densely populated. Just 
to know. Like, does it seem that? No, that really adds up, you know. Like, but I mean, the World Health Organization say it's fine, don't they? And I mean, you know, I mean, sure, they don't. The World Health Organization refused to acknowledge Taiwan being a country, but I, I wouldn't worry about that. Not to worry about, is it? I mean, you know, not worth worrying that it's largely funded by Bill Gates and China and. Move on, people. Nothing to see here. Right. What? Look. What have we got in the goddamn bloody to replace? I would like to listen to some Tommy Cash now, if that would be all right. Where's the freaking playlist gone? Christ on a bike. Um. Actually, no. We'll listen to Tommy Cash in a bit. I would like to listen to more Pusha T, uh, and the one with Tyler, the Creator. Trouble on my mind. Yes, that's the one I'd like to listen to. It's the blackout. Rory got the back out, showing my black ass. Engine in the glass house. Started in the crack house. Obama went the back route. Killed Bin Laden. Another four up in the black house. Still got the max out. Pull a mask down like a mascot. Still trick with bitches. I would money her with ass shots. Good had room for one more. I took the last spot. Re-up gang Peter. Nigga Yada hit the jackpot. Whole nother level. Then you had fame. That's a whole nother devil. Legit drug dealer. That's a whole nother bezel. The carbon auto mall. That's a whole nother metal, but still keep it ghetto. Behind the scenes, pull strings like your pedal. The gun blow steam, whistle like a tea kettle. Running like the rebels. You and LV sports shoe on a pedal. I let you niggas settle. Yeah. Trouble on my mind. I got trouble on my mind. Trouble on my mind. So much trouble on my mind. Trouble on my mind. I got trouble on my mind. Get him, so I got him. Tripped on Bruce Palin, then I accidentally shot him. Then it ricocheted and killed the game. I'm a problem because I want to fuck the world, but not a fan of using condoms. Hard in my French, I'm going hard as my dick. When I envision my tip on the crust of bitch lips. Mr. Lip Shits has been tripping since I mentioned Reptar, Triceratops, Dinosaur Dick. I feel it in my gut. To kill these motherfuckers is a must like the arm of my pits. You niggas coming shorter than a Bushwick Billy costume on sale doing Christmas in Philly. Um, well, not really. It's getting kind of chilly. Let's hit a couple bars and get some bitches wet willies. Soaked getting jiggy with it. And Bel Air's riches with a bag of pills, couple berries, and a biscuit. Trouble on my mind. I got trouble on my mind. Trouble on my mind. So much trouble. Two blocks, cock screaming With the speakers blasting a pair of pox Yonkers 10 milli, you're silly Thinking that this preem wasn't free, Willie The feeling is neutral, the gang is youthful And fucking tighter than Chad Hugo's pupils It's Wolfgang and the With the re-ups, a hell of a buzz Rick James said cocaine's a hell of a drug Who else could put the hipsters with felons and thugs And paint a perfect picture of what selling it does This is for the critics who doubted the chemistry Two different worlds, same symmetry In this black art, see the wizardry When you at the top of your Game you make enemies, you'll never finish me. Trouble on my mind, I got trouble on my mind. Trouble on 
an absolute jam. Um, talking of jams, guys, uh, D has reminded me that there is a Mackie G and Tempa T. Mackie G and Tempa T went down for a picnic by the sea. Mackie G and Tempa T went up to their knees. Tempa T got very cold. Mackie G started to feel old. Um, then they both went home and snogged. That's how we freestyle. Um, these days, guys, we, we freestyle nursery rhymes uh, is the new thing. It's the new 2020 uh, vibes. It's just the way we do business now. Oh, well, yeah, are we going to do this? Are we going to listen to Temper T and Mackie G? Um, all right. Temper T, he know like 5G. Temper T, he know like 5G. It's 2 minutes and 52 seconds long. Put it this way. Uh, if this came out, I don't know, 10 years ago, uh, I wouldn't be playing it, but if I was drunk at a student night and it came on, I would get rowdy. I mean, it's got its, um, it's certainly got its demons, this record, hasn't it? But, you know, we all have. I don't care what you don't fuck you. Tap that shit, but not ain't true. Here's a slap for him and you. Wait, man, I don't care about you. Hey, get what's in the champagne too? Nah, I'm not running on campaign. You're joking like part two. Spin against my way, I'm in a row. Yeah, I mean, it'd be fun to sort of launch yourself around a, you know, a student night mosh pit with a load of sort of scrawny fassies. You're right. We are keen saying this episode is as spicy as mayonnaise. Now, mayonnaise is not especially spicy, although there was a humorous, humorous one of those meme pictures. You know the ones, those little memes going around for the uh, mayonnaise as a spice, the, the American protests. Um, I 
I, I feel, you know, I feel in a way somewhat heartened that those Americans are out on the streets with assault rifles, you know, very keen to have their freedom. Their freedom to do what exactly, I mean, is potentially questionable. Your freedom to do what? Go to Wendy's? Your freedom to go to a drive through yeah, and order a 4,000-calorie meal that you will eat by the time you get home. Yeah? Freedom to... <laughs> Fair enough. You know, it's... You know... It... I, I, I think that this is... I mean, it's a sign that I guess if the... Well... I mean, you can make your own mind up about whether or not whether or not the U.S. government has already become tyrannical or not. I mean, so this is the this is the the reason for having a Second Amendment. Yeah, why you have your guns? Yeah, is in case your government becomes tyrannical and the people need to rise up and you know rise up against the government. Seems reasonable, you know. Seems reasonable in a way. Yeah, fine. Listen, if you don't have a gun problem, probably best not introduce the guns, I would say. Like, I, I, I wouldn't be out there on the streets, you know, sh- or sharing petitions to try and get guns in the UK. However, if everyone else had them, you wouldn't want to go without. Like, I mean, you'd be like, how pleased would you be that your house was a gun-free zone? Until that moment that a man with a gun came through the front door. Oh, shit, it's not a gun-free zone anymore, is it? Fuck, maybe I should have a gun. Anyway, um, it's you know it's nice to see that there, there, there is that subset of the American public that will go out into the street with assault rifles if they feel their government are, you know, are crossing a line. However, do you, do you not... I mean, could you not make the argument that perhaps they crossed the line a little while ago? You know, could you not have like, you know, like with the Snowden release, maybe or before, like or everything that happened after post 9-11? Yeah. Do you not the, the Patriot Act? Could you not make the argument that perhaps then was the time to take to the streets? I don't know. No, but when you can't <laughs> literally when the drive throughs are closed, the lunatics shall walk the earth. It. <laughs> The, the overweight uh, lunatics with flags, but God bless them. You know, if there if there if there was to be a, a real credible, if the ISIS genuinely did try and invade, you know, it would be that lot at the front of the queue to tear them apart with, you know, high velocity ammunition. Where would you be hiding under the sofa? Yeah, while those fat gun toting lunatics did your dirty work, and then you bet. Oh well, you. I, you know, I, I am a pacifist. Yeah, look, the ISIS are at the gates. You, know, you just, yeah, what they're going to come in and bloody, going to come in and chop your knob off. You know, feed it to you for lols, you kafar bastard. Oh, couldn't the, couldn't the fat loons with the flags? You know, couldn't they do it? Couldn't they go out there with the guns? Well, they're already out there. Are they? What are they do? Yes, no, they've they've shot a lot of the ISIS in the tits. Oh, that's that's good. I thought you were pacifist. Oh, yeah. Yeah, no, I should just... I'll just stay here and tweet. Yeah. Well, while the fat gun-toting lunatics do the work. Hey, should we have that Mackie G and Temper T bit again? That's a a good, good idea, isn't it? 
Yeah, man, that's a cool jam, guys. It's a cool bit. Uh, we'll keep that one on the playlist uh, for a while. And um, any other nice bit? Yeah, oh come on, and let's play a bit of Tommy Cash just just for chuckles. Win a lotto there by Tommy Cash. Uh, well worth 
watching a video for that. It's, uh, well, like all Tommy Cash videos, it's very good. You'll enjoy it if you've got eyes. Uh, anyway, here's the definition of irony. McDonald's in Beijing is carrying out health checks on customers. <laughs> Man, if you're going to McDonald's for a health check, it's, the prognosis is not good. Uh, like, you know, just you, you just might as well just pick an illness from the, the fucking menu. Jesus. Right, well, anyway, let's see what the chai comms are up to now. Staff at McDonald's in Beijing. uh, giving health checks to customers before allowing them to enter the restaurant. Okay, but what health are they checking? What, just a fever or what, diabetes? There'd be no one in there. Uh, In fact, I shared on social media, Mackie's staff at the branch in the Chinese capital can be seen taking the temperatures of diners. uh, The snaps were posted posted in Twitter by user jboyce who was responding to a TV presenter's question about what restaurants in Asia look like amid the coronavirus pandemic. Dave Chang, who hosts Netflix series Ugly Delicious, asked, can diners in Taipei, Hong Kong, Korea, China send me photos of what it looks like in restaurants? How's the seating set up? Are all the servers wearing masks and gloves? What are the guests wearing? Is anyone fucking at the tables? Weird request. Um, if anyone works in the kitchens, how are you dealing with the new protocol? This is quite interesting. Um, so anyway, in the Mackie D's, uh, they all are wearing face masks. And yeah, they're taking people's temperatures at the door. They got the temperature guns. They're not fucking about. Um, and are serving, but they're still serving up slop. So that's good news. Um, What's going on? I'm just, I've caught sight of Twitter for a second. Someone's threatening to bang me out. Okay. Um, oh, it's okay. It's only Sweet Johnny. That's fine. Um, although, oh no, hold on. There's now, there's a hashtag justice for Johnny. I don't know what's going on. I don't understand Twitter anymore. Um, politics shoot is trending with 26,000. Um, oh God, what's Trump done now? <laughs> Oh, God. I've instructed the United States Navy to shoot down and destroy any and all Iranian gunboats if they harass our ships at sea. Cool, man. Okay, just when you thought we'd avoided uh, a third world war and were stuck into corona, third world war is back. Third world war part two. This time uh, is personal and it is uh, on sea. Okay, better than being on land, I guess. Um, wow, okay, that's a bit of fun. Pfft, fuck. <sighs> um, cool. Okay, yeah, no, no, you're, you're right, shoot down boats. Yeah, yeah, now this is, this is, I think this is possibly what most people are concerned in themselves with. They're not bothered about you know, shooting at, you know, the Iranian Navy. They're like, how do you shoot down a boat? Oh, my God, that's ridiculous. you got to sink that bad boy. Sink it. Come on, Donny T. Sure, we are, we are, you know, that, uh, we're, we're no fan of that Iran either. Or Iron Ran. Iran or Iron Ram. We have absolutely no interest in that sort of selfish libertarianism, uh, nor, nor the Middle Eastern country. If you wouldn't mind sticking a bullet in either of them, that would be fantastic. Christ. Um, anything else on... Oh, Lenin. 
Lenin is is trending on Twitter in the UK. Um, what's, what's the deal here? Is it his birthday? On this day, 150 years ago, Vladimir Lenin was born. Uh, one of the most influential figures in human history. Lenin uh, led the world's first successful communist re- revolution. Um, so was they define successful. Uh, his theories and actions have served as an inspiration for later revolutionaries around the world. Does it, that, it's giving... Uh, something of a positive spin on it there. I was a man with a hammer and sickle uh, in his uh, Twitter handle. Um, his tag... Okay, all right. Okay, here we go. His Twitter handle is uh, Carl was right. Uh, he describes himself as Marxist, Leninist, data scientist. Uh, solidarity is borderless. Oh, God, I bet you're a fucking hoot of parties, aren't you? Jesus Christ. Um, okay, so I imagine uh, is is a wow. You can have a, a hammer and sickle uh, emoji uh, in your Twitter name these days. That does not surprise me. A lot of people with Marxist, Leninist, aspiring militant journalist, abolitionist. Um, God, the people on Twitter are the worst. Um, oh, sweet baby Jesus. Anyway, guys, look. Uh, I imagine getting into that hashtag is a real joy to behold and really makes you feel um, happy and thankful to be part of the human race, particularly in these unprecedented times. Guys, um, end of the show. Yeah. What day is it today? Wednesday. Does that mean Jimmy is on next? Is that right? Or is he up at eight? I don't understand what's going on anymore. I'm having a Biden moment. I'm biding my time. Uh, I don't understand. Yes, Jimmy is next. Okay, that's good. All right, well, I'll keep it going um, for for two minutes then um, until... Actually, as I'm using the master admin, I guess I could just keep it going indefinitely um, for fun. Um, okay, it's Jimmy's Me Time, um, where Jimmy runs through the different uh, Me Too's uh, levied against him and gives his response his uh, clap back uh, to the allegations. <laughs> I don't know if he should use his time on the station wisely. I think that's a good... <laughs> I think that's a good use of time. Uh, just a northern gentleman responding to allegations of sexual misconduct for two hours on a Wednesday night. Um, it's fine, happy to give him a platform. <laughs> uh, okay, uh, how much time is there remaining? 40 seconds. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, sorry about that, Jimmy. I don't know if that is that setting you up for the show. I mean, people are going to want to hear that, aren't they? <laughs> Stay locked. Uh, Jimmy uh, defending himself for an hour against, in his opinion, Unfounded accusations. <laughs> oh, guys, I love you. And one day we'll be sat in the sun in a pub beer garden drinking cool, crisp, delicious pints. Goodbye. <laughs>